Welcome everybody. Thank you for listening in to the next episode of Japanese with Kelly, your podcast where you can learn Japanese with sexy skeletons. Today I would like to talk about kun, san, sama, chan, sensei, and all the likes, which are honorifics which you put after the name. So basically, Before we start, I would like to do a short review of what we did in the last episode. Try to remember, we had several particles, wa and wo. Maybe you remember that wa is the topic marker. It marks the topic of a sentence. The topic of a sentence, again, is something which we already know and we get new information about this topic. So, for example, we learn that Sans likes to drink ketchup or that drinks ketchup. So we would say, Sans wa ketchup wo nomimasu. And we have here again the wa, but also the wo, which is the particle for the object. The object refers to something where an action is being done. So to drink is an action which is done on the ketchup. Sansu wa ketchup wo nomimasu. Sansu wa ketchup wo nomimasu. Then we also had the word for to eat. That's tabemasu. Tabemasu. So we gonna eat... What do we have? Sushi. Sushi. I think we had the sentence with undine. Undine wa sushi o tabemasu. Undine wa sushi o tabemasu. Then we have one more verb. To see or to watch. Mimasu. Mimasu. Which would translate, well, not to translate, um, let's have a sentence. Uh, yeah, most common is to watch TV. That would be Papirusu wa terebi o mimasu. Papirusu wa terebi o mimasu. And we also learned the negation. Instead of mas, we just add masen. Tabemasen. To not eat. Nomimasen. To not drink. Mimasen. To not see or to not watch. Alright. Okay. Then let's go to the topic of today's episode. Sang, kun, chan and everything else. Let's start with sang. Sang is basically Mr. or Miss and can Used can be used for anybody, no matter if you're male, female, or everything in between. So it's usually、um, not a bad idea to use it. You add it, as I said, at the end or after the name, usually after the family name, depending, of course,、um, how well you know the person、uh, you, of, which the name, of which you use the name. I have prepared here、uh, an example. We use Toriyaru. So, Toriel, that would be Toriel san. Toriel san. So, san is basically polite, 
There is a polite version which we will be talking about afterwards, but uh, san can be basically used for anybody. So toriel san, and it shows some respect to the person. It's really, really important to know that you not, never should use any of these ones for yourself. So if your name is, I don't know, uh, uh, I don't have any name which comes up to my mind right now. Ted. No, not red, but Ted. <laughs> I read it recently in a fan fiction. So if your name is Ted, and you would be not referring to yourself as Ted Sang. But if you talk to somebody who is called Ted, then you can add the san. Ted Sang. Right? Except that Japanese would pronounce it Tetto. Tetto. Tetto san. Let's make a sentence with Toriel. So Toriel san. Toriel san wa yasashii desu. We have here a new word. Maybe you have heard it before. means nice. To be nice. Yes, Toriel is nice. This is here just for sounding more polite. You could also say that would be also okay. You could use it if you were talking to friends or with their family or other relatives, but not with somebody whom you don't really know. So in this case, you stick with the des at the end. Toriel-san wa yasashii desu. Toriel is nice. Right, that's about san. Let's proceed to something more polite. That would be sama. The usage is basically the same as sang. You add it at the end of the name. And um, yeah, I have here two examples. First, ore-sama. Ore-sama. This is the way pap uh, Papyrus is referring to himself. Ore-sama. Ore is a word for I, a really manly I. So please, if you're a female, uh, then um, do not use ore for yourself. Uh, I will be doing an episode just about the eyes and use uh, pronouns uh, in an in a extra episode. So, okay, ore-sama. Sama could be also used for, um, uh, well, uh, important person. So if we stick to Undertale, then maybe Asgore. So there would be Azugoa-sama. Azugoa-sama. For example, if you write a letter or an email in Japanese and you send it to somebody, then you would be using sama, not san, because it's just more polite. So if, as I said before, you know, usually you should not use all these san, sama, whatever for yourself, but actually Papyrus is doing just exactly that. Because he says, Ore-sama wa papyrus da zo. Uh, I, I am uh, papyrus. I am the great papyrus. So, yeah. The da is basically a less polite form of this. Remember, this is to be at the end of the sentence. And the zo at the end just makes it sound more colloquial and also a little more 
mail. So you might have realized that there are lots of different things in Japanese language depending if you define as male or female. And yeah, that is zo at the end is one of these examples. Oresama wa papirusu da zo. Right, then we have sensei. Maybe you have heard sensei before. Basically, sensei is a word which lots of people pronounce in the wrong way. We use, sometimes I hear like sensei or sensei or whatever, but it's sensei. Sensei. So it's long A at the end. Sensei. And sensei basically means teacher, but also refers to、um, somebody whose role is really important. In this case, this would mean a doctor, a medical doctor, could also be referring to politicians. It's also used for mangaka, so for manga、uh, artists. And yeah, you can just use it the same way as san or sama. So, for example, we know that in a Delta Rune, Toriel is a teacher, so let's use that as an example. Toriel san,、uh, sorry, Toriel sensei wa yasashi sensei desu. Remember, yasashi, we had it just before, nice. Toriel sensei wa yasashi sensei desu. So, teacher Toriel is a nice teacher. It might sound a little strange to have teacher twice. In the sentence, but just remember the first sensei is just a honorific for Toriel, and the second one refers to her as being a teacher. Right, once more. Toriel sensei wa yasashi sensei desu. There is an even more honorific, no, I wouldn't say honorific, it's、um, hakase. Hakase basically means professor. So that would be perfect, of course, for Gaster.、Uh, so, Gasta Hakase. Gasta Hakase. Maybe you have heard it before. In, usually, or sometimes, there are anime where、uh, these, these really studious people, so people who really like, like to study a lot or kind of nerdy, sometimes refer to Hakase. They usually have like、uh, glasses and,、uh, yeah. Right, so, Gasta Hakase. Let's say、uh, Professor Gaster is、um, clever. That would be Gasta Hakase wa kashikoi desu. Gasta Hakase wa kashikoi desu. He is really clever. Kashikoi. Kashikoi. Kashikoi desu. At the end, desu again to make it sound more polite. You could just say, also say Gasta Hakase wa kashikoi. The next one I think most probably everybody has heard before. Kun. Kun is basically used for males and usually for younger males, at least younger than the person who talks to the other person. So let's say there's like a 60 year old person, 60 year old guy talking to the co worker who is relatively long, younger. So that could be like 50 or 40, might be old for other people, but compared to the 60 year old guy, the 40 or 50 year old guy is still younger, so that's perfectly okay to say kun. 
and it can also be used for females. So, but in this case, only by males. So females don't refer to other females by with uh, by using kun. So kun. So let's say frisk, frisk. I mean, for frisk, we could use both. Basically, we could use kun just for saying um, he or she is or they are male, and um, or we could just say they are. Well, genderless, and we can just use kun. That that should be perfectly fine. I mean, we could also use chan. That's the other one I've been referring to afterwards. But now let's just stick with kun. The kanji for kun actually can also has the reading kimi, and kimi means you. There is a well. This word is kind of old, and has been used also to referring to the Japanese emperor. Before or well, there is also like the, in the Japanese uh, national anthem, uh, they refer to Kimi as yeah the emperor. And uh, in an old time, he was called Waga Kimi. So Waga means I or we. So our person, so our important person, Waga Kimi. In fact, but well, let's not talk about Kimi that much. But Kimi basically is is a little derogative, so I wouldn't be using it to anybody. Just uh, yeah. But let's go back to kun. So frisku kun, or we could also use it for sans, sansu kun. I have uh, prepared an example sentence here. Sansu kun wa omoshiroi desu. Sansu kun wa omoshiroi desu. Omoshiroi means interesting. So we could also use, of course, the sentence without the des at the end. Sansu-kun wa omoshiroi. Sans is interesting. Or we could be using the omoshiroi in a little different way by saying, Sansu-kun wa omoshiroi skeruton desu. Skeruton desu. So that's the katakana word for skeleton. There is also, a, you know, a, let's say, a Japanese word that would be gaikotsu, gaikotsu. But in this case, if we don't really refer to the skeleton inside a person, so more like the medical um, word, then skeleton would be better. So if Japanese people talk about sans and papyrus and, and gaster, they would be say, be saying a uh, skeleton. Sansu-kun wa omoshiroi skeleton So in this case, if we compare to the sentence before, we had Sansu-kun wa omoshiroi So sans is interesting. But here it means sans is an interesting skeleton. Which he is. And you see, there is no change. In other languages, you might have to adjust the omoshiroi according to the grammatical gender of the word. So, but here in Japanese, as words don't have a gram- grammatical gender, you don't have to change the adjective accordingly. So, omoshiroi is omoshiroi, no matter if uh, there it refers to a noun or not. So, in omoshiroi skeleton, it refers to the noun skeleton. Right. This is for so-called e adjectives. They always end with e. So we had omoshiroi, interesting. Then before we had kashikoi. Clever, yasashi, nice. Yes, I think that's the ones we had so far. Right, and they also all end with an e. I think I will make a 
an episode just about these adjectives, but not right now. We have different things to talk about. So that's that. That's for kun, right? Um, then let's go to chang. Chang. Chan is basically used for small kids, especially for girls. So if we uh, identify frisk as a girl, then we would say frisk-chan. Frisk-chan. I have already prepared a sentence here. Frisk-chan wa monster wo koroshimasen. Frisk-chan wa monster wo koroshimasen. So we got some more vocabulary here. Monster, of course, refers to monsters. Koroshimasen is the negation of koroshimasu. Koroshimasu means to kill, to kill somebody. So this sentence means Frisk does not kill monsters. If you do not decide on the genocide run, if you go for the more peaceful version Right, okay. Koroshimasen. Don't kill or does not kill. Koroshimas would mean to kill. And because we have here the object, we need the wo. Monster wo koroshimasen. The action is performed on monsters or is not performed by koroshimasen. Frisk-chan wa monster wo koroshimasen. Right. Let's go even more... Let's go with an even cuter way of chan. Uh, that would be ching. And actually, this is a word which has been used on myself. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you might you know I am usually referring to myself as karaoke lover, but uh, you can also say manu to me. So, that would be manu ching wa kawaii desu. Manu ching wa kawaii desu. Kawaii. Cute, which is actually a word I hate. <laughs> it's um, right because the Japanese people, especially the girls, are using this all the time for things which do not look cute, at least to me. It's just so overused. And interestingly, kawaii has a different connotation to males. So if a male person uses kawaii, it's more like if we were using uh, beautiful. So kawaii refers to what guys, Japanese guys, prefer. And if a female person is using kawaii, then this is usually on the, on the cute side. So, you know, like uh, dolls or I don't know, whatever you refer to as cute. Maybe my, my version of cuteness is a little different compared to Japanese people or Japanese women. Maruchin wa kawaii desu. Yeah, I, I had to tell my husband, please, please do not call me kawaii. I don't like the word. I don't want to be kawaii. I'm not a seven-year-old girl with, uh, uh, yeah, in a cute pink dress. <laughs> that's not me. Right, that's chin. Let's go even more, even cuter. That would be chi, with a small tsu in the front. If you're wondering what a small tsu is, uh, please listen to the episode in the future, when I will be talking about hiragana and katakana in a more close context. Right. Chi. Manuchi. Manuchi. Manuchi wa kawaii desu ne. 
So before we had kawaii des, is cute, and we have here kawaii des ne. We have the ne at the end. This ne basically means or stresses that I am asking for the other person if they have the same opinion. So mano is cute, right? So this ne at the end was more, could be translated as right. Don't you think so too? Something like that. Manuchi wa kawaii desu ne. Iie, kawaii kunai. That would be the negation. But let's not talk about that right now. Right. Um, and then I have one more for you. That's tang. Tan. That's also quite cute. Manutan. Manutan wa kawaii desu yo. Manutan wa kawaii desu yo. Oh my god, I'm referring to myself as cute again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Here we have at the end of the sentence yo. Yo. And it's actually a little different compared to ne. So ne means right. You have the same opinion. But yo stresses the whole sentence and is saying that the person who says this sentence might be of a different opinion as the other person. Or the other person might not know this information or might have、uh, wrong information about that. So, for example, if、um, you bake a cake or just cook something and you think it's really awful, and then you know, you're know, o y u gonna have、uh, your friend eat what you cooked, and you're kind of anxious and、um, looking for their reaction, and you're kind of afraid they're gonna say it's really bad, it tastes awful. And then, then they look at you and then they're saying, like, oh my god, this is so good. And then, and then just to give it some emphasis, they're gonna add the yo at the end. So if I hear that somebody's saying, ah, kawaii desu yo, that sounds like, you know, ah, actually you're cute. And maybe, you know, they know that I don't really have that impression for myself.、So、I might be thinking, you know, I'm awful and I'm bad or something. So to, to, um, To reinforce or to, to, to、uh, set the point about your opinion, use this yo at the end. So, for example, ah, that's really delicious. Ah, oishi desu yo. That's really delicious. Oishi. Oishi means, it's again an e adjective and means that something is delicious. Oishi. Oishi desu yo. Keiki wa oishi desu yo. Your cake or the cake is really delicious. Kawaii desu yo. You are actually cute. Right. You might have,、uh, maybe have you, you might have said like before, ah, oishi ka dou ka wakarimasen, I'm not really sure if it's tasty.、Uh, let's not talk about this sentence, but basically, you know, I'm not really sure if this is tasty and, and the other person eats it. And then it's like, ah, oishi desu yo. Just adding the yo at the end to emphasize that they think that it's actually good. Compared to your own opinion or what you're expecting them to say. Right, okay, so let's take one more look at what we learned today. We had, of course, just a small review of what we did last episode tabemas, noimas, mimas, noimasen, tabemasen, mimasen. And then we will be talking about san, sama, sensei, hakase. Kun, Chang, Jin, Chi, and Tang. We've been also talking about e adjectives a little. 
we had the adjectives for yasashi, which means nice. Yasashi. Or kashikoi. Kashikoi. Clever. Omoshiroi. Omoshiroi. Interesting. And kawaii. Kawaii. Cute. Kawaii. So it's a long e. Kawaii. Don't forget the e at the end. It's an e adjective after all. Right, and that's it for today's episode. I'm really, really happy that you've been listening until the end. Thank you very much. And、uh, yeah, I would be looking forward to having you in my next episode. If you have any questions, just drop me a line on Twitter. If you think about、uh, studying Japanese with me, I would be really happy to help you a little along. And yeah, if you have any suggestions about what I should be talking in my next episodes, again, just drop me a line. Thank you very much and see you soon. Mata ne! Yours, Karoka Lover from Japanese with Skelly. Mata ne!